0: Hey, welcome to KSL Plus, KSL TV's digital news show where we dive deep into some of the biggest stories of the day. I'm Matt Rascone, and today we're going behind the headlines on critical race theory. The idea has been around for about 40 years. The Utah House and Senate were determined to tackle the topic in a special session this week. So what is critical race theory and why is it all of a sudden such a hot topic issue?
2: It's kind of um, a head-scratcher, I think, for many scholars who do work in critical race theory, because it has been around for quite a while. It's not controversial in academia,
0: First off, here's why we're talking about it. In September last year, President Trump signed an executive order to ban any diversity and inclusion training in federal offices that include divisive concepts, race or sex stereotyping, and scapegoating. According to the American Bar Association, more than 300 trainings were canceled because of the order, and more than 120 civil rights organizations condemned the order. Some even sued, saying it violates free speech, equal protection, and due process. President Biden rescinded the order the day he took office, but several nearly identical bills banning critical race theory have started popping up in states around the country in the last few months. And some Utah Republican lawmakers want to see the teaching banned in state schools.
3: Speaking to the board, we say it's imperative that you do not ban something that is not happening in our
0: utah schools now to be clear critical race theory is not being taught in k through 12 classrooms in utah and there are no plans to do it this week governor cox said he agreed that the theory had no place in our curriculum but he refused to put the issue on the special session agenda saying it should wait for the regular session when it would benefit from more time and dialogue still lawmakers considered a resolution urging the state school board to prohibit critical race theory in schools a resolution has no legal standing here. Earlier this week, my colleague Tanya Dean at KSL TV sat down with several experts in the fields of education and racial studies to understand
3: what this theory is and what it isn't. Critical race theory is a framework that is used by, It is actually started out in legal professions to understand how racism and especially racist policies impact um, Systemic racism within our institutions. And one of the examples that I like to use... Because Here's her conversation
0: with Darlene McDonald, a Utah author and activist. ...is
3: interest rates. And interest rates, it is known and has been part of many, many studies that when African Americans apply for car loans, mortgages, many have been charged higher interest rates than their white counterparts. This is um, reflective of institutional racism within our financial institutions. And it also impacts um, generational wealth because it impacts um, the personal wealth of African-Americans. This is something that people who study critical race theory will, will look at. They will look at the laws within financial institutions that would allow something like this, To happen and so why this is important and how this ties into let's say the 1619 project that also gets tied into the midst of critical race theory when you have stories about from african americans about being charged higher interest rates for homes in the same neighborhood or the same type of house or making the same type of um, wages and have the same income, the same credit score as their white counterparts, but they're being charged a higher interest rate, that becomes a story. And a story is what the 1619 Project was. It was just a collection of stories. Based upon the experiences of African Americans and just the African American experience in general, that reflected racism and racist policies throughout the years. That's that's what that was. That's the connection and the intersection between those two and why they get tied together. Interesting. Okay,
1: so looking at it from a school perspective, because that's where our focus sort of has become. Um, Teaching critical race theory in schools or not, are,
3: are you, um, what's your opinion on that? Teaching critical race theory in high school and elementary school, no, it's not intended for that. It is not meant for those age groups because it is a legal basis for systemic racism within our institution. How are you going to teach that to a five-year-old? <laughs> You can't teach that to a five-year-old. But what we can do is start teaching honest, diverse history as part of our curriculum in our school. So back to what I would say on how you can marry the two is when you teach in history, let's say about the 4th of July, we love the 4th of July, the fireworks, the barbecue, the ice cream, the red, white, and blue. Well, on the 4th of July, when the Declaration of Independence was adopted on January, I'm sorry, July 4th, 1776, it did not include people like me. It did not include African-Americans, because African-Americans were enslaved people, and we couldn't even call ourselves people at that time. They were not treated as people. So when the Declaration of Independence was adopted in 1776, you also have an abolitionist, Frederick Douglass, that gave a phenomenal, famous um, speech on the 4th of July Independence Day, and why the 4th of July Independence Day, it doesn't mean the same thing to Black Americans, because Black Americans were not free on July 4th, 1776. So it's a totally different perspective. These are the things that we can teach in our schools that is not critical race theory, but it is. Is an understanding and appreciation of real American history, not just from an African American perspective as well. You also have to look at our Native Americans. When we teach about Christopher Columbus, Christopher Columbus Day is a day of mourning for our Native American brothers and sisters. Why is that? Because when Christopher Columbus exploited, The Native Americans, he actually murdered millions of Native Americans, took Native American girls to Spain and sold them as sex slaves. This is not part of our history lesson that is being taught in school. You probably won't have to say the the sex slave part to a (laughs) five-year-old, but we can draft it so that it's a respectable History and based on real history, so that it becomes a safe space for everyone. Everyone. So, the
1: push for critical race theory, there, are, there is a need to change, in your opinion, some of our curriculum and some of the way that things are taught, especially history.
3: Yes, and that is what the Biden administration um, put forth. That was the proposal that Representative Chris Stewart was speaking to when he wrote his op-ed in the Deseret News. There was a proposal that was put forth by the Biden administration on April the 19th to give priority to curriculums that would that would speak to the diversity and also multicultural and ethnic voices for history lessons. That's what it was. And Chris Stewart translated that to mean that the administration was pushing critical race theory in public schools. That is not true. It is based, what I just said to you is what the Biden administration is trying to do with public education, is to make sure that we bring in more diverse voices and perspectives so that we get a more accurate history told to our future generations so that we don't continue to have the sins of our past. That's what this is about. So opponents of this, do you believe, are just misunderstanding what it's all about? Opponents of this are misunderstanding this, but it, that misunderstanding is intentional. We have to be very, very, very clear about that. These, these sort of things drive elections. And if you have a populace that is giving disinformation about something such as critical race theory, people vote on fears. And these fears drive elections. So we have to be clear that people are being intentionally misled about critical race theory so to drive an election. That's, I mean, there really isn't a, a better way of saying that. We have to educate ourselves on what's happening. We have to be very mindful about disinformation in our media, and we have to be very clear about the media that you consume so that you're making sure that you're not getting biased information that is intended to sway elections based on fear. Okay. Um, Many states, I think
1: maybe up to eight states have either banned or have legislation on the table to ban critical race theory. Um, What's your opinion on that?
3: The same thing. It's the same thing. I believe all of these states are predominantly red states um, with Republican legislature. And I don't want to make this a totally partisan issue because disinformation can also impact everyone. It doesn't matter what political stripe you're on. You can be persuaded by disinformation. So I don't want to make it totally a partisan issue. But we have to educate ourselves to the truth and not be afraid to speak the truth, even if it's uncomfortable and other people may not agree with what you're saying. The truth is out there. (laughs) And you do have to know where to go look for it and be careful about biased media that will try to basically spread disinformation about critical race theory. Harvard law professor Kimberlé Crenshaw
0: coined the phrase critical race theory in the 70s as a way for legal scholars to look at how racism has shaped our legal systems. Like we've said, the theory is not being taught in Utah schools. Still Republican lawmakers decided it was urgent enough to bring up in a special session.
1: There are important issues of race that absolutely need to be discussed in our classrooms. Um, Racism uh, has been and is still, unfortunately, part of the culture we have. Uh, Those issues should be discussed uh,
0: in the right way. Here's what Speaker Brad Wilson said about their goal in their discussion on critical race theory. He said it would be to ensure our public schools teach the important issues surrounding race in our country in a respectful, appropriate, and open-minded manner. Utahns, not federal bureaucrats, he said, must remain in control of what is taught in our schools to ensure students understand both positive and negative events in American history and their duty to be engaged, respectful members of society. How
1: I understand it is it is a uh, an academic um, theory or a lens, if you will, for a way of looking at things. You can apply critical race theory to history, to economics, uh, to current events.
0: Mark Peterson is the public relations director at the Utah State Board of Education. And here's more of what he had to say about the push to ban the theory that's not being taught from Utah's classrooms.
1: So as a subject matter, no, it is not part of the, the state core standards the board's focus is on the students and and what is best for each student to uh, succeed in school. And what we're looking for um, in this is is equity. What concerns us about critical race theory and possible measures to uh, regulate it is that it, for the field, for teachers, that it be very well-defined so that when a teacher starts discussing race bias, when a teacher starts discussing, um, Jim Crow laws, the, uh, civil rights movement of the sixties, um, if they're in an economics class, what redlining means and, and, and how that came across, that this teacher understand that there are where the discussion can go without crossing into critical race theory, because state standards still, you have to understand slavery in the United States. You have to understand the civil war. You have to understand uh, the civil rights movement. These are all part of our social studies standards, um, but they're not, they don't have to be aligned with critical race theory, which again is a lens for viewing those, but the fact that those exist in history is something teachers, particularly history teachers, have to uh, be able to discuss in class.
0: Some experts, including Edmund Fong from the University of Utah, worry this focus on critical race theory could change the way teachers discuss things like the Civil War, the Civil Rights Movement and other racial justice movements, even the ones that are happening right now
2: what I've seen from some of these bills in other States around critical race theory is they're often very broadly sort of phrased and they end up kind of targeting, not just critical race theory, but targeting any efforts to try to, you know, you know, enhance diversity or say provide training around, you know, biases that we all might have, you know, racially, um, and that would really be bad. I think that would really have a chilling effect. You know, I mean, we're, we've made a lot of strides over the past few decades around racial equity, justice and inclusion, around diversity. And so the fear, I think, is that, you know, bills like this, you know, don't just stop with critical race theory, the phrase itself, but they really try to target and turn back the clock on many of these efforts to build a more inclusive educational curriculum.
0: In a town hall meeting this week, State Board of Education member Natalie Klein used this slide with things she says are part of critical race theory. Topics like anti-racism, equity, diversity, and inclusion, multiculturalism, and explicit and implicit biases. Fung says these topics may be helpful in understanding critical race theory, but at the core are not.
2: I think there are really valuable efforts, and it's often hard work, right, trying to get people to talk about their how they view race, right, get people, you know, in dialogue with one another. And that often gets emotional and heated, right? Um, And, you know, some of what I see as kind of the, you know, fear about critical race theory is that the idea that that is fomenting that, you know, divisiveness. But the divisiveness is out there. And the only way we're going to, you know, get to a better place is if we're able to sort of talk with one another honestly and earnestly about it. Um, And that is what I I think ultimately might be at stake with, you know, these kinds of bills, Um, you know, the ability to really kind of have, you know, you know, serious, honest, often difficult, uh, you know, conversations around race. Um, And, you know, it's not easy for, you know, those of us who do sort of educate people and, and foster those conversations, because, yeah, I mean, it does get emotional.
0: Tanya Dean's story aired on KSL TV earlier this week with those experts you heard from. And you can find it on our website, ksltv.com. You can also find this episode and more episodes with other topics on ksltv.com slash kslplus. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next week.